This episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast is not brought to you by Excel Pow Smoothies, raw vegan smoothies that really get you going. Uh, our apologies, we previously thought the episode was brought to you by Excel Pow Smoothies, but due to a uh, certain lawsuit threatening emails we've received, we have decided not to discuss the making or selling of Excel Pow Smoothies. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello again and welcome to episode 34 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers and screenplays. We are your hosts. I am Ryan. Hi, I'm Nathan. <sighs> Ryan, before we begin, should we yeah. should we talk about this whole smoothie thing? Let's touch on the smoothie situation. So... You may know Nathan and I work at Firehall Coffee. We're I think we've mentioned roasters. it on the podcast. Before. We might have mentioned it every episode. Um, but we also are entrepreneurs. We like at heart. to at heart we're entrepreneurs. We're always coming up with new ideas, not only for screenplays, but also for product. Yep. Sometimes and they bleed over and it's similar. And worlds but, yes. collide. Worlds, worlds collide. collide. So we think, you know, well, we've got this great venue, let's say, for trying out new products at Firehall Coffee and, you know, selling them through, let's say, that, that cafe. And, you know, sometimes it goes well and sometimes it's not entirely welcome, yeah. let's just say. Yep. So yep. we did uh, get the go-ahead with the power bars. They're actually going pretty well. We're selling them above board, above yep. table. Uh, still, all still secretive, but, like, it's legit. It's legit. We <clears throat> will not possibly get sued for that one. Uh, yes. Now, the smoothies is a slightly different case. The, sm- we, the smoothies we were selling underneath the counter. Like, it was yeah. We it, went back to the under the counter situation. It was difficult to say the least. We smoothie to make a smoothie. It's loud. We <laughs> it's recognize loud. that it's loud. We have no shortage of noise complaints for yeah. our behavior at fire yeah. fire hall. Yeah. It's just a fact, yeah. plain and simple. But yeah. we knew. So we knew that going into this, we couldn't use a blender on site we had to kind of pre-make the smoothies beforehand which was an ordeal absolutely so so we what happened is we showed up you know a few days at five in the morning at fire hall and anybody who's been in the back room at fire hall knows it's a bit of an echo chamber it's a former daycare which is surprising because there's no absolutely no sound absorption in that entire building yep I don't know how the daycare. Maybe that's why it failed as a daycare. It, I'm sure it is. It would have been better suited to a fire hall. Yeah. But I don't know why. But I anyway, don't know. so we whipped up a couple batches of uh, you know 40 gallon drums mm-hmm. of smoothie, uh, Excel Pow Power smoothie, uh, ve- raw vegan smoothie, and they taste great. They I taste mean, good. They sweet. taste good at, when you uh, initially. At first, it tastes fantastic, and it's healthy, and, 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 you know, it's good for you. 
So we're playing around yeah, in the in the back there, yeah, five in the morning, having a, a smoothie early. fight. We did get a couple. Uh, we did get a couple uh, noise complaints at mm-hmm. five in the morning. It was problem number one. Problem two. We is, also were playing the podcast, listening back, yeah. commenting on the old episodes. Yeah, and, and that's right. And problem two is that we don't have a fridge under the counter, which no. we didn't really think of. So. That smoothie is sitting under there for a few hours. Yeah. So there were a couple, let's just say, word got back to management that these smoothies were not going down so well with some people. So they did find out about it and asked us to cease and desist mm-hmm. uh, with the smoothies, which is totally fine. It's totally chill. Yeah, it's all right. It was just, just ordering. It was a process. I don't like that we, I don't like trying to, it. My pet peeve is trying to coax someone into buy a smoothie at my job secretly through a secret code that they don't know. That's just annoying to me. Yeah, we we have to do it, but it's annoying and it's 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 frustrating and it kind of becomes this thing of like it feels like the communication is breaking down and I don't know how to make it easier. You know, yeah, when you're trying to be like, because our our code thing was, hey, I'd like to get smooth. Get smooth, yeah. Yeah, and then so we say, would you like to get smooth? Smooth. And out. when you're just repeating that back and back, and they clearly are getting annoyed, and you're like in your head, you want to just be like, "Ugh, do you want a smoothie?" But yeah. y- you have to yell at them, "Do you want to get smooth?" And it's just, it just is not a good customer service. I, we have to figure out a way around that. Yeah, yeah, we do. I, so for now, anyway, the smoothies thing is on hold for all the smoothie fans out there. We know there are dozens and dozens, but. Uh, you know, for for me and Nathan, it's all, it's all about the process, really. Mm-hmm. We are process driven. We love the process of coming up with the smoothie concept, perfecting the recipe, which we did, and getting that thing into production of uh, you know eighty uh, gallons of the stuff, which we still have two thirds of that, you know, in a secret location, which we're going to enjoy ourselves. It's the fire hall fridge. So that's that. <laughs> Nathan, have you seen any good movies lately? Mm-hmm. I almost just hummed like a little circus tune. Um, it's been all about the smoothies this it's week. It's been so, all about the smoothies. Oh, Smoothie God, week. Lee. Yeah. Uh, Smoothie be, week, which they are not. They're strong. Yeah. The process wasn't very smoothy. No. For that whole getting those, you know, to market. and But anyway... Yeah. yeah, no, I'm drawing a blank on screenplays I've seen on I mean, Let's just film. move on, yeah. It's on screen lately, so haven't seen too much, been too busy. But lots of writing, lots of, a bit of reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, let's uh, let's shift into uh, today's episode, which is on mystery, mm-hmm. which is on mystery. It's sort of a mystery to me why the smoothies uh, weren't more well accepted by the management of the company, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about screenplay mystery and how to build mystery into your screenplay so how do you do that hmm because it's something nathan does very well thank you naturally thank you i think it has to come down with unclear vague dialogue (laughs) yeah that's which is which is a big part of my style and i think that i think that Definitely, the audience is confused, and that creates confusion's mystery. Confusion is good. Confusion is good. A little confusion never hurt anybody. Confusion's good. Yeah. Um, you want them thinking, what? What, what just happened? What's going on? Much like on? the reaction to who's to that? Our smoothies. Yeah. What is this? What? What is this gallon drum under the counter? Yeah. Is one of the reactions we got. Why is but, it so warm? 
Yeah. Uh, Melty. But still delicious. But still delicious. Uh, yeah. I think I heard somebody say. I'm sure they were thinking it, if not saying it. Yeah. Yeah. The key is the dates. It is a date-based smoothie, date for heavy. sure. Yeah. Um, I want to make a beat version. Beats. I've been putting into beats lately. Yeah, but let's talk about screenplays. So okay. mystery and screenplays, it's yes. definitely, uh, you know, it's a bit about confusion. Mm-hmm. It's a bit about uh, knowing where you're going to take the audience mm-hmm. and uh, not letting them know where you're going to take them. So yeah. you're not telegraphing, you know, here's where we're going, here's the plot, it moves in a straight line. No. You want to bounce around. Yeah. It's a bit of a the bounce around rule, which is one of Nathan's hair's rules. It's called the Let's bounce around rule. play that drop. Hair's yeah, rules. Hair's yeah. rules. So um, tell us about that. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, the bouncing around element, I often think of like the... This, take a movie like I don't even know, like Chronicles of Narnia. Some movie where they are... There's a clearly written quest in it. They're, we're going to the castle. Right. Now, what if instead of saying we're going to the castle, that was never explained and they were just kind of walking around aimlessly. Mm. That is an easy, easy way to create mystery. You, the writer, know they're going to the castle. Right. But you're not telling the audience that at all. You're leaving the audience dumbfounded. Where are these right, teens right. headed? Just simply take your story structure and remove key pieces of information that would leave the audience uh, understanding fundamentally your film. Okay. And and bam, mystery. And bam, you got a mystery on your now, hands. Now, how does that work with? How does that tie into the bounce around rule? Well, the bounce around rule is specifically to just kind of jumble up your scene order, oh. so it's like out of order, and then essentially the audience is then confused. Even more confused. I like it. Yeah. Okay. No, you can that's... even do that in editing. You can shoot it all in order, oh, yeah. and then tell the editor, whoever, whoever that is, uh, yeah. to just kind of go nuts. It's sort of David Lynchian. Absolutely. Bounce around. Absolutely. What I've, I've been meaning heard... to check out his movies. Yeah. Yeah. No. What I've heard is that he sort of cuts up the film into like huge long strips, and then just randomly rearranges it. Yeah. Uh, which just automatically inserts mystery into it. I, I think it, he, I think he calls it putting it on shuffle. Oh, I think that's yeah. what David, David Lynch says because he's always yeah, listening yeah. to his iPod shuffle, and then it's yeah. like he's like, "I'm gonna put this on shuffle," and yep. then he just kind of randomly sl- splices it up. Love it. Love that Harris rule. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody copied that one. Copied that one down. All right, let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Joke. Today on Script Surgery, we are touching on the absolute classic mystery screenplay of all time. Everyone knows and loves it. It is Clue. Mm-hmm. The movie Clue. Simply one of the best uh, screenplays. And now in Script Surgery, what we do is we take it apart, do some surgery on its interior. And fix it up so it, it would actually work as a screenplay. So Clue. Clue's got mystery. It's got drama. It's got intensity. It's, it's got the taking it up a notch element where every scene and, you know, it's probably rewritten five or seven times to yeah. take it up a notch. Yeah. I mean, it could have used more scenes like at the White House. or I was looking for those kind of – it kind of is limited to one location, but – 
Well, it, so I think that's kind of an integral part of this the screenplay is the the fact that it's all taking place in one house. Yeah. Um, just kind of a big, you know, big part of what makes the screenplay work. It's it's a the, you know encapsulated enclosed environment it's all in one house so there's mystery there's cliffhangers where did this person go who turned off the lights um it doesn't have to be though it could move around more but, but the white house i don't see exactly how that would work but maybe that's maybe that's a bit of your bounce around it is that would bounce around it is and i think that's kind of like probably i mean i thought the film was flawless honestly i, I can barely Perfect. this is such yeah. a minor note i don't have anything to add to it like the only thing I can say is like if you did want to confuse the audience more, have a scene at the White House. That's right. just yeah, that, something no, interesting. You're right. I, I see where you're coming from. That definitely would add more mystery and confusion, and they probably should have thought of it. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do logline cage match. The logline cage match is where we pitch each other ideas in a safe environment we're able to be brutal with each other and uh give each other honest true feedback this is the time for it do this with your friends at home gather oh. get your screenplay writer friends fans of the pod get Can together I... this week i'm pitching one to ryan so are you let's ready ryan it. let's do it chamomile nights the soothing story of the person who brought chamomile tea into mass production making a boatload of money along the way oh Chamomile tea. Now this is fantastic because I'm a big chamomile guy. I knew. I knew that. I yeah. am. I. I had chamomile more... tea the other night. Mm-hmm. My favorite uh, type of chamomile too, loose leaf. <laughs> and uh, it was perfectly steeped. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting. Is that where you got this idea from? Is that did it, did it hatch that night? Yes. Awesome. I love went it, home and I thought it. Ryan would like this because well because I just kind of feel like I I rarely pitch you ideas and for me it's like if I'm gonna pitch you an idea I want it to be a slam dunk and so I pick topics that you'll like probably so when you were talking about the chamomile tea I was it just like triggered the idea it just triggered the idea and I thought Ryan would like this so so I have no personal investment really right right well I love it so you mentioned that it's the story of the person who brought chamomile tea into mass production who yeah. is this person what is this person's story someone like you probably so you don't have a particular person in mind no. this is like a fictionalized version of it yeah I mean I could look up oh, on Wikipedia that is great no yeah. I like this I like just make it a random one make yeah. it fictionalized you could even say based on a true story because it is based on a true story. It's an actual tea. Yeah. The I tea is it. the true part of the story. I think that's fun. I think it's fun when people do kind of like historical oh. stuff, but it's like unclear what happened or not. Are you kidding? Of course it's fine. Every historical movie is half made up. Yeah. Look at Argo by <laughs> Ben Affleck. Like that, he totally skipped all the Canadian uh, contribution to that that actual scenario. Yeah, and we've been trying to get a change.org Ever p- petition since. to get going for him to change yep. that movie in the re- re-release. Yep. We made the mistake of putting the petition on moveon.org, though, uh, not uh, change.org. So it kind of got held up for a couple years uh, on the wrong website. But anywho, I love that idea, Nathan. I think you should work on it. Let me know if you need a whiteboard partner on that one. Absolutely. And uh, we'll bring that one to fruition, maybe send it over to Agent Nick. 
Oh, yeah. What's he up to these days? We got to reach out to Agent Nick. Yeah. We got to just follow up. Haven't heard from him lately. I've sent uh, 20 or 30 texts, but yeah, I get, I'm think, I don't know. I think he's been quite busy, probably mostly uh, trying to secure us a deal for the couple of greenlit pictures he greenlit. Yeah. So wait to hear from on that. When in, that's the thing update. with agents is when they're keeping you in the dark, that's when you know the good stuff's coming. Usually a good thing yeah. is what I would assume. Yeah. Well, that brings us to another end of this episode. Uh, let us know. DM us if you're challenging yourself in your writing. If you have specific challenges, let us know. I'll read them out in the pod. Yeah, don't don't be a mystery to us, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, keep things smooth. Keep it smooth, smoothly, and as always, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing. Hey.